You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. I'm so glad that you tuned in with me. Today, I'm going to be talking about putting a filter on it. Put a filter on what? Put a filter on what we hear. Amen. And so if you've been listening in to our previous podcast, I've been talking about hearing the voice of God. And I want to encourage you that if you haven't heard them, go back and listen to them because they're going to be very empowering because we need to hear from God and we need to know that we are hearing from God. And you know, just as a just a, a quick snippet of review. Um, we learned in the first podcast that uh, dealing with hearing the voice of God, that God is always speaking and he, he speaks through so many different things. And, and, and so God's always speaking because he always has something to tell us. He's always giving us direction. He's always giving us order. He's always um, leading and guiding us. Um, he speaks through nature. He speaks through so many different things. And so, um, and so we have to recognize that God is always speaking. Job 33 says that for God does reveal his will. He speaks once, not only speaks once, but he speaks many times. Um, but, uh, uh, but the question is, are we listening? Are we recognizing that it's his voice? And then once we get to that point where we recognize that God speaks, okay, how do we know the difference between the many voices that we hear? How do we know this is God's voice? You know, there's, you know, so many voices that, that, that we hear in this day and time. I mean, um, you know, we, in the natural, of course, we have people that, that speak to us and tell us different things and give us their opinions, give us their counsel or their advice. Um, we got social media where so many people have a voice to speak and to all kinds of different topics and situations. Um, and, and so we need to be able to, to recognize those voices. Um, when it relates to our own lives, we learned in, in the podcast called the voice, um, that there are three, really three main types of voices, okay, um, that we need to definitely know the difference between, of course, God's voice. And um, clearly, as we read his word, whatever lines up according to his word definitely is his voice, okay? And, um, but then we also learned about the voice of the enemy, Satan. You know, he he speaks things to us. And we learned that the voice of Satan is always aligned to the very opposite, diabolically opposed to the voice of God. And so the voice of the enemy, he, when you hear his voice, it's going to always be uh, negative. It's going to um, uh, confuse you. It's going to uh, incite fear. It's going to speak to you to to do things that are contrary to the word of God, unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, hatred, malice, um, envy, all of those things. And the list goes on and on of the things that we clearly know that's nothing but the devil, but he'll speak those things to us in a very deceptive way. But we have to be discerning to know that's nothing but the enemy telling me things. Also what he speaks is a lie. And so, um, and so we have to recognize that difference. But then the third voice that we talked about was our voice. And our voice is comprised of a number of different things. 
But one of the loudest voices that comes from out of our voice is the voice of our flesh. And I think we all can identify with that. When your flesh is telling you, I don't want to get up. I don't want to work out. I want to eat this and I don't want to eat that. I don't want to go here. I don't feel like it. Um, um, That's not what I'm feeling. All kinds of different things that your flesh will tell you. And so go back to those podcasts and listen to them because they're very empowering to help us to solidify the voice of God and how critical it is for us to be in tune to the voice of God. And so put a filter on it is really going to be talking about um, putting a filter on what we hear, because, of course, you know, when when you hear something, when God is speaking, you hear it. Right. Um, and then um, when the enemy's speaking, you hear it. OK, when and when our voice, our flesh is speaking, we hear it. And so but if we put a filter on it means there are several filters that we want to put on our ears that when whatever the sound, the voice comes and <laughs> wherever it's coming from, we're able to have that filter to, to filter out, you know, what we should hear and what we shouldn't hear. Okay. And so just like in the natural, when you have a filter, you have, it's like a strainer. And if you are, um, if you pour something in that strainer, all the coarse uh, particles and things that you don't want to come through that strainer will be caught in that strainer or that filter. And that's what we want to do with these filters that I'm going to share with you today. All right. So let's get into it. So one of the first and foremost, um, first script, uh, filter that we should use is the word of God, the scripture. And I'm telling you th- this podcast is founded on the word of God. So you, you, so if you've tuned into this podcast and you're like, you don't want to hear the word of God, you have tuned into the wrong place. I'm you know, I'm not even sad to say that, but you know, you've tuned into the wrong place. Okay. Because it's the word of God that, that is, that is going to change things. And so one of the uh, hallmark skip scriptures is second Timothy three, 16 through 17. And we've heard it many times before where it talks about scripture been given by inspiration of God. Okay. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, right? And so really that's what we need in our lives. We need doctrine. Doctrine is what? The spiritual truths that come out of the word of God, the things that we are to govern our lives by in the word of God, all right? And then of course we need reproof. Um, we need to test things. Um, uh, we need to examine things. That's when you do, when you reprove something, when you proof it, when you make sure that it, it's exactly what it needs to be. Um, and so the word does that. It brings correction also. And, you know, correction doesn't feel good, but uh, um, you know, the, in Proverbs, it talks about those who, you know, a fool you know, shuns, shies away from correction. A, a fool re- rebels or bucks correction, but a, a wise person, a prudent person is a person that will accept correction because they know that correction will only make them better. And so that's what the word of God will do. It will bring about correction. It will help you to align to the will and the purposes of God. And then it also brings instructions. It tells you which way to go, how to do this, what to do and what not to do. So we need the word of God. I'm reminded of the scripture in Hebrews 4, where it talks about um, the word of God being quick and powerful, right? The word of God is quick and powerful. I love the Amplified version. And the Amplified version says this, for the word 
that God speaks is alive. It is full of power and it's making it making it active, operative, energizing and effective. So the word of God is not like the word you read from a newspaper. It's not just, you know, uh, you know, you know how sometimes you can have somebody speaking to you and it's, and it's kind of like, it reminds me of, um, you know, uh, Peanuts. If you've seen the, uh, the cartoon characters, uh, the show Peanuts, where, you know, the, the, the parent is talking or somebody's talking and, and when they're talking, you know, the character is, that is hearing it, all they hear is womp, 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 womp. Right. And what does want, want, want me? It means that what you're saying is not really, you know, doing anything for me. What you're saying, I'm not really taking it in. What you're saying is not really valuable to me. And and there are many of those voices that we need to have that womp, 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 womp effect placed on it. I know it sounds funny, but it's so true. But the word of God, when the word of God, it comes, right? It also goes on to say, it is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line of the breath of life, the soul and the immortal spirit and of joints and of marrow and of the deepest parts of our nature. And this is what I love. It exposes, it sifts, means sifts, means that just like you put it in that filter, that filter shifts, sifts. I remember, you know, a while back when we used to have to take flour and we used to have to sift it in a sifter. And that sifter is a form of a filter to, to filter out any extra particles or thick particles so that you can get that powdery substance from uh, flour, powdery texture from sifting flour. So, but the word of God will expose, it will sift, it will analyze, and it will judge the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. And so, and that's what we need. So when we hear something, we want to hear it through the filter of the word of God because the word of God will test it, will try it, will analyze and see, is that lined up according to God's will? Is that lined up according to God's way? And so that's what we need. We need the word of God. So the first filter is what? Is the scripture, the word of God. The second filter that we want to take advantage of or to have operating in our lives is the Holy Ghost. Wow, the Holy Ghost. We need the Holy Ghost. And so in John 16, 13 through 15, it says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth and he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. And so then it goes on to say, he will glorify me because it is from me and he will receive what he will make known to you. And so um, so it's, it's critical that we use the filter of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will quicken us, okay? So when we're hearing, are we hearing um, the Holy Spirit quickening in us? You know, the word of God talks about uh you know, uh, in Joel, as well as in Acts, where um, in the last days that God says that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and that my but that my um, that my daughters will prophesy and my my sons will prophesy and and the the the, the, the old men will see dreams. OK, that these are things that's going to happen when his spirit falls on us. And so when the spirit of God falls upon us, then we're able to discern and to filter out those voices that aren't aligned up according to the will of God. So when we're depending on the spirit, that is failure proof. Amen. The third thing that 
filter that we want to have is the prophetic filter. The prophetic filter is very powerful because it it actually is a way of confirming. Okay, because sometimes you can you can have an idea that this is God, but you're not quite sure. When a prophetic voice comes, a prophetic voice comes to confirm what you probably have already been hearing, but you just need that clarity. So uh, in First Thessalonians 5, 19 through 21, it says, do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances, but examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. I remember when I was in college and um, um, that's actually the, the time when I had gotten saved. And um, back then uh, I, had, I had my home church. It was a wonderful home church, a, a beautiful pastor and his wife that groomed me up uh, as I got saved and filled with the spirit. And um, so whenever I come back home, I had a very sound uh, church home that I could come back to and get good teaching. And they would have um, this ministry that would come in a periodically to, to minister in the form of drama and art and singing. And uh, oftentimes when I would come and um, visit my home church, my pastor would ask of me to sing a selection and so or sing a solo. And so um, I would do that. So that happened to be that same, uh, you know, time that during this time when that particular ministry was there and they were getting ready to do a, um, a, a, a performing uh, arts um, ministry that weekend. Um, and so they heard me actually minister and, and song. And so the person presented to me the, the proposition or the opportunity to come and be a part of that ministry um, based on, you know, them hearing me sing. And first it was like, you know, me being a young person, I was, you know, um, just honored, you know, that they would see that gift in me. Um, and then um, you know, then it would be just a joy. But then I was taken back because I was like, well, wait a minute, I'm already on this track where God has, I know God spoke to me and has me in school. And at that time I was dating my, 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 my boyfriend, my, my man of God who ended up, ended up being Bishop, you know? And so there were some short tracks that I was on that I knew this was God. So I was kind of thrown. And, um, and so one of the things that uh, I had to learn for myself was, what is God speaking to me? Is this God speaking or is this somebody else's, you know, uh, desire or what they would want that, 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 um, that, that uh, as far as a voice that I'm hearing, um, that's, that, that's trying to convince me to do something that's not in the will of God. It may be a good thing, but it may not be the God thing for me. And I remember my, 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 um, my, some of my, um, family members saying, you need to go ahead and, 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 you know, get quit school and, you know, go ahead and join this ministry. But I, but it was something on the inside of me that wasn't confirmed. And so, um, so one of the things, several things I had to learn was using these filters, using these filters to be able to determine, okay, is this the voice of God that I'm hearing or is this a good idea um, as opposed to a God idea? And so another filter that I had to learn was godly counsel, okay? And, um, and godly counsel, you have to 
have the right type of godly counsel because I'm not saying that my relatives were not godly because they were saved and they had good intentions, but you have to know the right type of godly counsel. And your pastor is one sure godly counsel, you know? And so one of the things that, you know, with me as being a pastor and my husband being a pastor, we have to learn, we have to um, show people or teach people how to hear from God. We can't tell people, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. So that's not what godly counsel is. Godly counsel is not telling people what to do. It's helping them to hear from God themselves so that they can know how to govern their lives. And so that's what I received. I received from my pastor where he helped me to, to, to look at and take the filters in my life and to use those as confirmation in my life. So I had already known that, you know, there were certain things um, that I had already received confirmation, you know. And so so through him, I received godly counsel. So Proverbs eleven fourteen says this, where no counsel is, the people fail or fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. And so um, so that's what I had to learn. And at that time, I had Dr. Forbes. Dr. Forbes was kind of like my pastor at school because he was over the Bible study that I was heavily invo- invo- uh, involved in. And I received counsel from him, you know. And so it just really helped me to gain clarity um, from those who I had already been in position res- of receiving the word of God from. So I know that they were uh, aligned to God's will and God's way. And so, um, so, 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 so the filter of a godly counsel is important, but then the fifth filter, uh, was confirmation. Um, it says by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every fact may be confirmed. And so through that confirmation, um, of my pastor, because in my spirit, I was sensing, um, I was flattered. I was honored. Um, for the opportunity, but it was something that was not settled in my spirit and I was leaning towards not doing it. And so, um, and so by hearing the counsel of my pastor, um, I received confirmation. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not in error. I'm, I'm not going, you know, uh, missing out on this big opportunity because even if opportunities are presented to you and they seem great, you're not missing out when you're in the perfect will of God. And that's what you always have to recognize. You are not missing out when you're in the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. I mean, there's so many different situations I could explain to you and share with you where God told me to go this way. God told me to to do this. And, um, you know, everyone else was doing something else. But this is what God told me to do. And, And he had to confirm in my spirit. This is me because there will be no regrets when you do my will. Okay. It may not be the popular route. It may be, it may not be what everybody else is doing, but when you're in my will, hallelujah, you will not have any regrets. And so I thank God that by using the filter of confirmation um, by uh, my pastor and uh, godly counsel confirming in me that, okay, you're, you you're okay. You're mature enough to hear from God and, 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 and you can flow in that. All right. And so godly counsel and confirmation are just paramount. All right. And then what came after I had settled in my spirit that, okay, I wasn't going to accept this invitation. I received a peace and that is 
priceless. When you receive the peace of God in your heart to know that you heard from God and you're going to follow God's will, he immediately brings you peace. Glory to God. And so this is the sixth um, filter, and that is the peace of God. And the Colossians 3.15, it says this, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. And again, there have been countless situations of decisions that needed to be made, may not been um, popular decisions, but one of the things that helped me and sticking to the decisions that I made was the peace of God. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't make sense, okay? And it doesn't line up with um, the popular opinion of man. It doesn't line up with what other people may say that you need to do. It lines up to what God is saying for your life. And so the peace of God, when you have peace in your heart to know, okay, I can sleep at night. I'm not between two opinions. I'm not worried about, am I going to have regrets? I'm not concerned about, okay, what is so-and-so going to say? Um, But when I have the peace of God, it's like, it really doesn't matter if they get an agreement with me or not. If God has given me peace in my heart to know that I heard from him, it's confirmed that this is him and I'm going with him, then what else do you need? So the filter of the peace of God is very, very important. And then one last thing that I want to say as I look back at um, the year 2020, and I saw how God worked multiple things together for the good. He uses circumstances to uh, put a filter on his will and what he's saying for you. Um, I can think back of certain things that I kind of sensed that this needs to happen, that needs to happen. And do you know that God confirmed it because he worked out certain things where certain situations were just came to a dead halt, um, where certain things had to be shut down and it confirmed in my spirit, this is what needed to happen. And and there were certain things that I saw, um, how is this going to turn around? And who would have thought that God would have used or allowed uh, something like a pandemic to happen to cause multiple things to work together for the good? Um, Many of us have gotten to a place where we are in God's face like never before, where had not that pandemic caused us to halt <laughs> and to stop and to be uh, placed on a reset, we would not have been in the face of God. We would have kept going down that road, even though we knew in our hearts God was speaking to us to tell us, slow down, um, you're getting too busy, you got too much going on, you got too much on your plate. But confirmation was sent through the circumstance of the pandemic. And there's so many different things that I could say about that. But I think that we need to, you know, um, sometimes give God the opportunity to work out things together for the good, to confirm in us that this is his will. Sometimes we may have lost an opportunity that we thought, okay, that was what God wanted. But when we lost that opportunity, we saw that 
that would have kept us from a greater situation. I mean, sometimes you were turned down even dealing with your house or turned down, you know, with a proposal that you may have presented or turned down with a desire of your heart. And had you not been turned down in that circumstance, in that situation, then you would not have been presented a better way. Come on now, just because you're turned down doesn't mean it's the worst thing in the world. Doesn't mean it's the end of of the world, okay? Um, To me, God has helped me to see that when certain things don't go the way I would like them to go, he helps me to see that there's a better opportunity in the horizon. There is a greater situation that he's trying to work out together for the good. And so I want you to, to, as you go and you begin to really tune in more to the voice of God. And this is not to say that if you're listening to this podcast that you have not been hearing from God, but I believe that never before that we need to make sure that with all the voices that are being heard, with all the voices that are speaking out, okay, um, in the world, in our family, uh, um, you know, uh, even as we listen on TV, there are voices that we hear through messages, through stories, through movies. There's a lot of things that are coming at us. And so we need to know um, through that filter, through these really it was seven filters, the filter of the scripture, the word of God, filter of the Holy Spirit, the filter of the prophetic word, the filter of godly counsel, the filter of confirmation by by two or three witnesses being confirmed, um, the filter of the peace of God and the filter of just circumstances working out together for the good. Um, That will help us to weed out and hone into the voice of God. And so I pray that um, as, as you go back and you train yourself in receiving and hearing and and setting these filters on your ears that you will be able to walk in the perfect will of God like never before. I want you to leave a comment at the end of this message. Let me know that you're there. Also like, give me a thumbs up. Okay. Not that I need affirmation, but this is also a way of, of when you have more likes, it, it has, gives the opportunity for the message to be more far reaching to others. All right. And then subscribe, subscribe to this, uh, the Lena Robertson, uh, network, um, where you'll get an opportunity to go directly to, uh, other podcasts. And then when a new podcast is presented, um, hit that bell, um, that will give you an indicator that, You'll get a mess a, a message to uh to or an alert that there's a new message or a new podcast that's being released. So do that, okay? So thumbs up, subscribe, and leave your comment. All right. I know this message has been a blessing to you. Share it with somebody else. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, Find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.